0: And I'm Dan Friedel. This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. World leaders have called for an investigation after Gaza health officials said more than 100 people were killed Thursday when Israeli troops opened fire as Palestinian civilians scrambled for food supplies during a chaotic melee. Israeli officials have claimed many of those killed were struck by trucks delivering the aid. But the head of the Gaza hospital where many of the wounded were taken says more than 80 percent had been struck by gunfire. Details from VOA's Tommy McNeil. The statement suggests heavy shooting by Israeli troops. At least 115 Palestinians were killed and more than 750 others were injured Thursday when witnesses said troops opened fire as crowds raced to pull goods off an aid convoy. Israel said many of the dead were trampled in a crowd surged surrounding the convoy. It said its troops fired at some in the crowd, who they believed threatened them. The doctor said the vast majority of the 176 wounded brought there had been shot. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. The Palestinian Authority's foreign minister, Riyad Mal Maliki, said Saturday he hoped for an agreement on a ceasefire in the Gaza war by the beginning of Ramadan, March 10th. Speaking at a news conference on the sidelines of the Antalya Diplomacy Forum in Turkey, Maliki said negotiations, even between Palestinian factions, take time, though he admitted during the current crisis, time is precious. We hope that we will be able to achieve, uh, you know, ceasefire before Ramadan. We hope that we will be able to achieve ceasefire today. And, you know, we hoped that we were able to achieve ceasefire yesterday, but we have failed. You know, because uh, not achieving a ceasefire today, it means that, you know, another 1,000 Palestinians will be either killed or injured. The Palestinian Authority, which exercises limited control in parts of the Israeli-occupied West Bank, lost control of Gaza to the Hamas militant group in 2007. This is DOA News. Thirty-one members of the U.S. Congress recently signed a letter to President Joe Biden and Secretary of State Antony Blinken, urging them not to recognize a new government in Pakistan until an investigation into allegations of election interference have been conducted. Voters in Pakistan went to the polls February 8th, but on election day, Pakistani authorities shut down mobile services. There were cases of violence reported. Many political leaders and activists were arrested in the weeks before the elections and an unusual delay in issuing the election results. All those things led to accusations that the vote was rigged. Author of the letter, U.S.-Texas Democratic Congressman Craig Haser, spoke with VOA's Urdu service about some of the conditions the members of Congress are demanding. We are urging the release of any of those wrongfully detained for engaging in political free speech or, uh, or just political activity because people should be able uh, to be journalists, to be able to be candidates, to be able to be political activists, without fear of detention or violence against them. Kaser said the congressional group wants to make it clear U.S. security assistance to the military in Pakistan or any military is contingent on following the strongest human rights standards. Haitian gang leader Jimmy Chazier, also known as Barbecue, warned Friday he would keep trying to oust Haitian Prime Minister Ariel Henry and asked families to keep children from going to school to avoid collateral damages as violence surged in parts of the Haitian capital. Reuters correspondent Ryan Chang has more. Chaos and violence surged in Haiti's capital on Friday. Heavy gunfire rang out in Port-au-Prince after a Haitian gang leader, Jimmy Cherizier, known as Barbecue, warned he would try to oust Prime Minister Ariel Henry. Bodies of slain victims lay on the streets. It was unclear how many have died so far. There were unverified reports of armed men trying to take control of the capital's main container port. The gangs also reportedly threatened to attack more police stations. Reuters was unable to independently confirm these claims. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Friday formally updated its guidelines for isolation after testing positive for COVID. AP Washington correspondent Sagar Magani has more. CDC Chief Mandy Cohen says the new guidance is an effort to pair COVID recommendations with long-standing ones for flu and other respiratory illnesses. Folks often don't know what virus uh, they have. Uh, when, when they first get sick so this will help them know what to do um, uh, regardless. The change comes with COVID no longer the health menace it once was. Most people have some degree of immunity at this point whether from infections or vaccinations. I'm Sagar Megani. In Washington I'm Jeff Custer. This is VOA News.